by focusing on building relationships, setting expectations and those intentions really clearly, and empowering your team, you can get the return on time that you put into your team that means that you can be a really present leader even when you're not physically there. Hello, hello, and welcome to People with Purpose. Today, we're talking about leading with presence when you're absent, because you can't always be there. You just can't. And maybe you shouldn't, actually, because if you've got good people in your team, more often than not, they're probably going to want you out of the way. And also, if you've invested in how you're leading your team, if you've put the effort into creating a great environment where people can uh, you know, be fully empowered uh, to do their thing and they know what they're doing, then this is your payoff. You know, uh, This is the return for you on the time that you've invested in developing your team. And also, it's great for them as well. You know, if they are in a team where they, uh, they are able to work together, but also uh, work perhaps in isolation, and certainly they don't want to know that, you know, the boss is kind of looking over their shoulder all the time. It's good for their personal growth. It's good for your business growth. And also then, what if you can't be there? What if something happens to you and you just can't be there for a week, a month, however long? You need to have a team of people uh, working with you and for you who are fully empowered, who know exactly what they're doing, know they've got support, know that your presence is there when it's needed, <clears throat> but also know that when you're not there, they're completely clear on what they're supposed to be doing and all is going to be well. Because what you're looking to do is you're, you're looking to grow interdependencies in a team where you all rely on each other, uh, everyone in the team doing their bit. But creating dependencies can be a problem. So if you look at a sports team that relies on the star, otherwise the team don't score any goals or uh, they rely on the keeper uh, because the, no one else on the team can defend. But if the keeper's not playing, then you're going to lose. If you think about in a business scenario when it it all depends on the boss to make the decision, that can sometimes slow things down. So that's a dependency. That's a single point of failure, and. If you've got those in your team, in your business, then there's a high level of risk associated with that. And, and the world of work is changing. You know, People want flexibility. People want perhaps to work remotely some of the time, if not all of the time. And if you can lead with presence when you're absent, it enables you to tap into talent wherever it may be. I'm not saying it's easy, but it makes it possible. So with the right approach, you can lead with presence, but also not be there all the time. So how can you do that? Well, I think I've got seven things that you can consider and put into action 
to enable you to lead with presence uh, when you're not there. So the first thing is intention. In fact, this is all about intention. So what is the intention of your team? What is the intention of your business? And what are the intentions of the individuals in the team? So that plays through in a couple of examples. And you can think about more ways of of putting this together. But what's the mission? So the intention of the business, the intention of the team, there's a mission there. There's a core goal. There's key uh, outcomes that you're looking to create. Make sure that's crystal clear. What are the roles and responsibilities in the team? So people know what their part to play in fulfilling that mission is. What are the expectations? So if you're leading from a kind of a remote position, then potentially your your team members are also going to be uh, spending some of their time remote from each other. And yeah, the, whether you all sit in the same office or whether you sit in different offices around the world, there'll be that time where you're working together and there'll be that time when you're working alone. So how do you create that presence in those scenarios? Just make sure that the, the mission is clear, the roles and responsibilities are clear, and the expectations are clear, both from the point of view of what you expect from your team, but also what your team members expect and need from each other. So that's the first thing, is to be intentional. The second thing is to have a routine. Now, routines create discipline, uh, which uh, creates focus, and again, helps to provide a framework where people can be empowered to crack on. So what's your weekly cadence in your business? What's the routine that you need in your business? Is it actually, is it daily? Is it weekly? Is it monthly? Uh, What's the right cadence for you? And let's take weekly as an example. What non-negotiable meeting are you going to have in your business to make sure that there is that weekly pulse, that weekly cadence, that routine that means that everyone knows that at 1.30 p.m. on Tuesday, it's a non-negotiable. Everyone's there either dialing in or face-to-face, and you run through your uh, KPIs, your key result areas for the business, your key milestones, and that is a non-negotiable routine that's in there. So have one of those. Number three is to coach. So coaching people is about helping them to work things out for themselves. Mentoring is about telling people what to do. So if you've got a culture where coaching is part of how you do things, then you're helping people to think. Again, that return on time invested for you means that if you're helping people to think, they can make decisions without you being there. And because the intention is set, they won't miss you. They won't miss you. Don't worry about that. So be a good coach. Actually, sometimes it's not always just about coaching. In May 2023, uh, there's a People With Purpose episode out on situational leadership. So wind back to episode 135 it is. And situational leadership talks about there being a right time to direct, a right time 
to coach and a right time to support and a right time to delegate. So it's a time and place thing and a person thing. You know, you need to know what the person that you're leading needs from you to know how much you can coach, how much you need to direct, how much you can fully delegate and what sort of level of support you need to give. So wind back to episode 135, came out in May 2023 to listen to situational uh, leadership. But you've got a coach and you've got to have one-to-ones with people. So that's the third thing. Make sure you know you're, you're checking in, you're having one-to-ones and you're coaching your team on an ongoing basis. Number four is transparency. There's a lovely uh, quote from one of the Toyota lean gurus, which is, make your workplace into a showcase that can be understood by everyone at a glance. So make your workplace into a showcase that can be understood by everyone at a glance. So it's got to be immediately obvious what's going on in your business, in your team. So whether that be numbers, performance, daily performance, whether that be relationships, you know, where are people? Where are, is everyone where they're supposed to be on any, on any given day? <clears throat> and make that transparency not just available to you, but to everyone. Make your workplace into a showcase that can be understood by everyone at a glance. So if you invest in creating a workplace like that, where everyone knows exactly where you are at any given time, and if things aren't where they need to be, what's happening about that, then that enables you to lead in a present way, but not be there all the time. Number five is the tech and the tools that you use. So you've got to make sure you've got the right kit and your people have got the right kit. Major dissatisfier if they haven't got that. And, you know, if you are want to, going to want to communicate with people, but perhaps not be in the same place physically, then you've got to make sure the systems are working for you, however you do it. And there's this fancy word, right, called asynchronous, asynchronous communication. Now, I believe it's quite a long word, but I believe that means um, that there's no dependency, if you like, in a sequence of events, or it doesn't have to happen at the same time. So, anyway, so don't, don't use the word asynchronous if you, if you didn't really know what it means, but, uh, <laughs> but like me, obviously. But I actually had to look it up when people f- first started talking about asynchronous communication. And in a way, what this means <laughs> to me is there are some things that you're going to need to be able to communicate on with each other in a conversation, have a dialogue. And there are some things that can be left as a note for somebody to pick up when they need to. There are some things that you can do yourself. So if you're, for example, sending somebody an email and you're doing it at night and uh, they don't work at night, they work at nine in the morning, then schedule it to arrive with them at 9.30. Right, So you don't have to do the work at the same time that 
your people are doing the work, but you can respect them and their needs. And you can respect the needs of the business by using these tools and these tips that enable you to communicate in a synchronous way when you really need to and in an asynchronous way when there isn't a dependency on that moment in time. There isn't a dependency on uh, potentially the steps having to go in a certain sequence. So be really crystal clear on that because otherwise your presence can be felt in a really unhelpful way. You know, if you're the kind of leader who's sending emails to people at 10 o'clock at night and they're getting a notification on their phone just as they're going to bed, then that's not the right sort of presence that you want to be leaving people with. So make sure you've got the tools and the tech and you know how to use it and make sure they've got the tools and the tech and they know how to use it and what for. Good. So have a let's have a little rewind. So make sure the intention is clear and the expectations. Make sure there's a routine based around the cadence of the business, focusing on the key measures and the key milestones. Coach, use situational leadership with people. Be completely transparent. Make your workplace a showcase. Have the right tech and tools to enable people to work together at the same time and independently and asynchronously. And Number six is trust. So you've got to build trust and connection. So you'll be role modeling your leadership style with your team. And remember that return on time invested. So there's also a return on trust. So if you can prioritize giving people feedback regularly, if you can have a culture where successes are celebrated and people are praised, in a way that they want to be praised. If you can have a, an opportunity for people to interact with each other and engage with each other, whether it be socially or through chat or whatever it might be, then that can build trust. And that's absolutely vital when you want to lead with presence, but you can't be there all the time and you shouldn't be there all the time. And number seven, the final the final tip for this episode is about empowering your team. Now, we've talked a bit about this already. Coaching is empowering people, helping people to think for themselves. But how can you empower people fully? Well, focus on outcomes, not on hours worked, for example. Focus on whether the job gets done, not when it gets done. Actually, focus on how well the job gets done not when it gets done. Trust your team to manage their time. And yeah, don't get in the way. They don't want you to get in the way. What's the point in hiring great people and then being on their case all the time? Yeah, check in. Yeah, be available and accessible. But empower your team members to deliver the outcomes. Set crystal clear in the intention and the mission of the business. Delegation's key. To empower your team, again, supported with that situational leadership and really encourage people in your team to own it, make decisions, give them the the space then to thrive and to grow.
So final little uh, bonus tip is to ask for feedback. So if you're a leader who's wanting to lead with presence, but you can't be there all the time, and you know you shouldn't be there all the time, then I suppose the, the underlying thread behind all of this is if people feel like they can give you feedback on how things are going, on how you're doing as a leader, and if you can ask your team to give you a score for your leadership and how well you're supporting them, coaching them, empowering them to do what they need to do to fulfill the mission, then that will really kind of lock in the trust, especially if when they give you feedback, you acknowledge it, you hear it, and you do something with it. So by focusing on building relationships, setting expectations and those intentions really clearly, and empowering your team, you can get this return on time invested, the return on time that you put into your team that means that you can be a really present leader even when you're not physically there. And you can grow those interdependencies like an ecosystem of beings all working towards the same goal and not those crippling dependencies that will hold you back. So there you go. That is leading with presence when you're absent. Look, I really hope that's helpful and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, Tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.